0: Locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for downloading the show on a Friday. A lot to get to like normal on today's show. Getting you ready for BYU and Utah State in football up in Logan tomorrow night. BYU basketball opens up uh, their season unofficially tonight with their exhibition game against UT Tyler at the Marriott Center. And of course, you got to catch up with everything else going on in BYU sports news. We also hear today from Mason Wake, BYU tight end, a freshman who's made a pretty big impact as a true freshman walk-on for the Cougars. He also harbors some grudges against Utah State. We'll get to that interview on today's show as well. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union, as well as our good friends at Roman. We'll tell you about both of those companies as the show rolls on. So let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars. Brand new month, November 1st, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for The Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this show on a Friday. Apologies for my voice. I'm battling a little bit of a head cold. Came up over the last day or so, so if my voice sounds a little bit off, that is why. Just giving you guys a heads up on that. But let's start things off today talking about BYU and Utah State. Of course, the Cougars are 3-4 and four on the season, looking to stop the Aggies in Logan tomorrow night in a big game, honestly. It's going to be an interesting contest as Utah State comes off what was an embarrassing loss at Air Force this past weekend. They're be looking to kind of right the ship, get back into where they think they should be. But this is a big game for for many different reasons, but BYU none more so than if they win this game. They're sitting at 4-4, and and the next three games that BYU has against Liberty, Idaho State, and UMass, you should reel off three wins there, and that would make it for a five-game win streak rolling into San Diego State on Thanksgiving weekend with a chance to go for eight wins. That's an important number. I think for BYU, I think if the Cougars were to get to eight wins this season, have the bulk of their uh, team returning in 2020, really building on something there. I think the Cougars all in all, you call that a very successful year and you, you move on. The thing is, though, you got to go take care of business against an in-state rival who's had the better of you the last few years, or like the last two years in particular. BYU getting beat the last two years in a row by Utah State. The Aggies have won three of the last five contests against the Cougars. This used to be a rivalry that was very much one-sided. It is not that way anymore, and BYU needs to be aware. Jordan Love, of course, the star quarterback for Utah State, he's passed for 1,620 yards so far this season, only eight touchdowns to nine interceptions. He has not been uh, what a lot of people expected him to be this season. He's had multiple interception games. His completion percentage sits at 59.8%. So hasn't been the season I think that he would have envisioned for himself or the coaching staff at Utah State would have envi- envisioned for him. So BYU still needs to be aware though because Jordan Love last year absolutely carved BYU up at Lavelle Edwards Stadium and just an abysmal performance for the Cougars. And The biggest thing for Jordan Love is something. There's there's got to be a breakout game coming for him. You hope it's not against BYU, but you do have to be aware of it. And he's needed to be very careful. BYU needs to be very careful about saying, you know what, we can sit back and. Allow Jordan Love all the time in the world. I think BYU needs to bring the pressure like they did against Boise State and just force Jordan Love into situations where BYU can take advantage and maybe get some interceptions or some turnovers. Uh, Utah State's rushing game has been pretty strong so far this year. Gerald Bright leads the way with 469 yards on the season, an average of 5.3 yards per carry. He has four touchdowns. He's been flanked most of the year by Jalen Warren, 412 yards rushing, 6.4 yard per carry average, and four touchdowns in his own run. Right. Right. But Jalen Warren is very much a question mark going into this game for the Aggies. So that would probably make former BYU running back Riley Burt the backup behind Gerald Bright in the rushing game if Jalen Warren is unable to go. Burt has only 17 carries for 62 yards, an average of 3.6 yards per carry on the season and no touchdowns to his credit quite yet as a graduate transfer from BYU. But BYU still struggles in the rush game. They struggle to defend it. Uh, BYU needs to be aware that uh, a guy like Gerald Bright, you give him a crease and he will take it to the house. He's got elite breakaway speed, and BYU needs to be aware of that and be ready to defend it at all costs. So. It's a big opportunity looking at BYU in the face in this game. They have an opportunity to get back to 500, really show some improvement after back to back losses that were disappointing against USF and Toledo. You bounce back with a big win over nationally ranked Boise State. You just can't lose that momentum here. And BYU. You lose the momentum here, you're still going to win the next three games. You're going to be bowl eligible. But going into that uh, S- San Diego State game with a 7-4 seven, f- seven record versus a 6-5 record are two different feelings, I think, all the same. So BYU, this is a big opportunity. This is a game that I think would really spell out a good run the rest of the way for the Cougars down the stretch run of this season. I think it's important for Kalani Satake's perception amongst the fan base, having a winning record against BYU stated right for the first time in his head coaching career of course he sits at 1-1 one one this season with the win over Boise State and the loss to Utah you don't want to go to 1-2 and two. you want to be 2-1 and one if you're Kalani Satake. and it's a big opportunity for BYU here hopefully to go out handle their business go up to Logan win a game it should be cold if you're going to be up going up to that game bundle up it's going to be pretty cold at Maverick Stadium tomorrow night but all the same, BYU's got to take care of business in this game. Of course, wide receiver-wise for Utah State, real quick, Sosey Mariner leads the way with 441 yards and three touchdowns. He's flanked by Devin Tompkins, who so has 283 yards and three touchdowns of his own. Caleb Repp, the graduate transfer from Utah, is kind of their leader at tight end. 18 receptions for 211 yards and two touchdowns this season. And then on the defensive side of things, a couple of guys to pay attention to if you're a BYU fan, David Woodward already has 90 93 total tackles on the season he has two sacks he's an elite linebacker prospect from utah state a great player he is flanked on the defensive line by tipa naliyai who has 31 tackles on the season and two sacks not necessarily the biggest uh, season for Teepa a guy that definitely is kind of poised for a breakout game at some point you'd hope it's not against the Cougars but BYU needs to be aware of those two players and where they're at at all times Kevin Metzenheimer is a great player at linebacker as well with 48 total tackles and DJ Williams their star cornerback for Utah State 49 total tackles on the season on his own second leading tackler on Utah State's team shows you how much how involved he is in Utah State's defense so Big opportunity. Like I said, BYU has everything ahead of them. They win this game. They set themselves up for a nice stretch run of the season. You lose this game, and I think you lose a lot of the momentum you had against you, against Boise State that you gained in that upset win. And just BYU's up and down season continues. So here's hoping that BYU carries that momentum from, you, from Boise State into this game, wins it, and moves on. We'll get to a conversation I had with Mason Wake here in just a moment. A young man that has got some grudges against Utah State and their coaching staff. Should be an interesting conversation. There's a very interesting comment in this interview coming up you'll want to listen to. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you guys about today's title sponsor on the podcast, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union shares a faith based bond with all of its members. They're also celebrating the unique goals and passions of their individual members right now. They're asking everybody what's your focus? What is your or why? Whatever it might be, have you thought about refinancing your home loan to save some money and help fund your passion project? Of course, uh, refinancing, a lot of people think it's a big bother. I'm currently actually in the process of refinancing my own home. It, it, you think about it, you're like, I don't want to do all that paperwork, all the different things you have to do. Well, here's the thing. Deseret First Credit Union is here to make things simple for you. Refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything, and with rates still low, now is a great time to refinance your mortgage and keep some more money in your pocket. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First Credit Union, you can get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation, whether it's your first home, you've got multiple homes, you're trying to get your dream home, you've got investment properties. They will take care of you, make sure you're in the right spot for where you're at in life and also your your financial situation. Give them a call, 801-456-7070, or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC. Terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. All right, guys, Mason Wake is a name that many BYU fans are probably still becoming more familiar with. Of course, a freshman walk-on from Lone Peak High School. He's a preferred walk-on to the BYU football program. Won a state title with Lone Peak a year ago, and it was a guy that I really enjoyed watching in high school. Could do a myriad of things, could play on all sides of the ball, it felt like. Well, he's joined BYU, and he's officially listed as a tight end, but he plays more of that wingback look. You'll hear him explain this here in just a second in the conversation I had with him, but he's listed as a tight end, working with Steve Clark and the other tight ends on BYU's roster, but he's a true freshman contributing in a large way for BYU, kind of behind the scenes. He doesn't catch a lot of passes. He doesn't have a lot of statistics to his name, but he's very critical to BYU's run sets. He comes in and is a good run blocker, and that's what he's kind of made his name on as a BYU Cougar to this point in his career. Well, I had a chance to catch up with him, also talk about his kind of his journey to getting to BYU, other schools that recruited him. You'll hear him make a very interesting comment about Utah State. So let's get to it. Here is my conversation with Mason Wake, BYU tight end slash wingback, right here on Locked on
1: Cougars. First thing, who is Mason Wake? I think a lot of people see number 37 out there on the field be like, who is this guy? Uh... I mean, I just love hitting, hitting hard. That's what I was recruited to do. I can make some plays in the pass game and run game. Uh, I just go out there and hit hard. That's pretty much what I do. You're officially a tight end on the roster, but I think you've got a little more different role than, say, Matt Bushman over here. Is that right? Yeah, so I'm pretty. it's, kind of, it's called a wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like to say fullback. Yeah. But I'm with the tight ends, but I would say fullback more. Okay. Yeah. What, so this position, obviously, you're in on a lot of run sets and that type of stuff. What do you like most about it? Oh, I mean, I I just love being in there and doing all the dirty work, like inside inside zones. That's my favorite thing to do. Okay. Uh, just going in there and hitting linebackers. <laughs> That's what I like to do. <laughs> you were a pretty versatile guy in high school. I remember watching you. And how, how do you think your game has translated to this level? Oh, I mean, I had to I had to block a lot better in college. But I actually think blocking linebackers are actually a little bit easier in college. But I mean, I just had like from. From day one of fall camp, it was just blocking, 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 just get that better and better, and better, because that's how I'll get on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much running. I, could, I catch the ball a couple times, but I mean, I just needed to work on blocking so I can get on get on the field. Did you expect to be on the field this early? Oh. Uh, I Isn't mean, they're part of hearts. Well, when they were recruiting me, they said, if you come here, you'll have a shot okay. to play as a freshman. So I was like, all right, might as well go big. So, I mean, I pay it paid off. Okay. I haven't played a couple of plays, so <laughs> let's start a few. Absolutely. You grew up in this state. What do you make of this Utah State game? Um, I mean, I've been recruited by like, I was recruited by like all the schools around here and Utah State was, they recruited me a lot and they kind of ghosted me. Like they were recruit me, recruiting me, recruiting me. And then after their camp, all the coaches came up to me and said, yeah, yeah, we're going to call you. Mm-hmm. I didn't get another call after that. So, I mean, I definitely have a chip on my shoulder. I'm going to be pissed going up there and they did me dirty, but we'll just go out there and play. Did you have a team growing up that you rooted for more than others in state? Yes, I did. Boise State. Really? I was a diehard. My dad grew up there. My grandma lives there. All my cousins. I loved Boise State. So your family's from Boise? Yeah. Even. Okay, so you were Bronco. Oh, yeah. My whole life. Every birthday, every Christmas, Bronco stuff. But, and it was crazy going out there and starting on that first play and playing against my favorite team ever. Oh, was surreal. I loved it. So, Kate, diehard Bo- Boise State guy. How do you end up at BYU? Uh I mean Boise State. They were talking to me a little bit. I wanted to go there so bad, and then they got new coaches, and I didn't really hear from them. Mm-hmm. And then this BYU contacted me every day, every day, like saying we want you. And I had offers elsewhere, but I'm actually a preferred walk-on, mm-hmm. and so I mean I took a risk coming here, but hopefully it pays off. Is that something? That, I get guys like you that have offers maybe from other schools, but
0: you have a dream of playing at maybe a different level. Does that make sense? Like. Mm-hmm. The, is it, you have to have that faith, I guess, is the, thing, is the easiest way to say it, to just go and prove yourself, right?
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I knew I was going to have to come out here and prove myself. I mean, true freshman, not on scholarship. I mean, it's a different vibe, but I just went out there and hit a couple players that hit them pretty hard and got noticed, and now I'm in the mix. <laughs> We've seen you officially get starts against Tennessee and then that Boise State game. Any others that you were officially? Uh, no, I think that was,
0: was two starts. What's that like? Is it is an 18, 19-year-old guy going to Rocky Top, Knoxville, Tennessee? What's it like going out there and playing?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know how many how many people were there, like 96,000 or something. something? Like that, yeah. uh, I mean, that was the first play I'd ever been. I didn't play in the Utah game, and then okay. I started the Tennessee game. Going out there, and I went in motion. I couldn't even hear the quarterbacks. He clapped his hands. I couldn't even hear he was five feet away. I mean, that, from that play, I was... I was a little bit nervous. I wasn't nervous, but I was like, I was like so, I mean, like, my whole career of football built up to this moment, Okay. and then after that, i just been calm, like, I've been there before, but it was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Last thing for me is, uh, you're working with this tight ends group, Coach
0: Clark, mainly the kind of guy you're working with. What's he like to work with?
1: Oh, he's just the funnest guy. I mean, we have so much fun. We're all, like, we're all way, way close, and... And every meeting, no, no meeting's boring. I mean, I love coming there, like getting to work, watching film, because it's just so much fun. He is such a great coach. You know, all the little details, and it, like, and he'll he'll get get on you if you don't have like your first step if it's not on. I mean, every little detail, he's good on that. That's made me a way better player. What's the vibe of this team going into this game? Um, I mean, coming off that Boise State win, I mean, we're feeling good. But I mean, just from last year, I wasn't. I mean, I guess I, I didn't really watch the game because I was a Boise State fan, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, it was, they got beat up pretty hard, but, I mean, I think everyone has a chip on their shoulder, and we should be. We Like Coach Clark said yesterday, said said, this game is to regain respect. Like, we need to get our respect back from them. That's what it mostly is. Mason, thanks
0: so much. Yeah, thank you. There you go, Mason Wake. They did me dirty. I'm going to have a chip on my shoulder. I'm going to go out there and play the game. This is a young man that wants some payback for Utah State, quote-unquote, ghosting him in the recruiting process. And like I said, doesn't have a lot of big statistics, but this is a true freshman walk-on, a guy paying his way, contributing as a true freshman for the BYU football program, a lifelong Boise State fan a guy that I think's got some extra motivation going into this game against Utah State tomorrow night in Logan. And thanks to Mason Wake for joining me here on Locked On Cougars. Very interesting conversation. And you can tell this young man, he's fired up to play this game, obviously playing against his childhood favorite team in the last game and starting that game against Boise State was probably surreal for him as well. You also kind of heard him talk about that. But I think that's the right type of mentality that BYU needs in this game going into it. Like Mason Wake, like I said, probably not going to pile up a lot of statistics in this game, but you can guarantee he's going to give every ounce of effort he has on that field tomorrow night in Logan. Once again, thanks to Mason Wake for joining us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news, BYU basketball in action tonight with a big time uh, exhibition game against UT Tyler. We'll also get you caught up on every other team in the BYU athletic department before we do that, though, do need to talk to you today about our good friends at Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy, guys. That word, I think, makes a lot of people uncomfortable. I absolutely understand that. Well, if you're dealing with it, usually anybody will just brush it off or blame themselves saying, hey, I lost my mojo. I don't have it anymore. Or if it's just like another situation, you say, I'm just not feeling it tonight, honey. Whatever it is, whatever your situation is, whatever your excuse is, Roman, it is easy to talk about it. And with a real doctor from Roman who can prescribe real medication it's simple safe and totally discreet to take care of your ED issues with Roman you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home the, the, the doctor will work with you to find the right treatment plan if medication is appropriate Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping in a discreet package the whole process is straightforward simple and discreet getting started is simple just go to get roman.com locked and complete your online visit ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman to help you guys out. Complete your online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of your ED issues. Just go to getRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's Get slash locked for a free visit to get yourself started. GetRoman.com slash locked. Hope you guys all had a great Halloween, got a lot of candy for your kids. I know my kids will be on a sugar high, I feel like, for the next week. Any parent who went trick-or-treating last night probably can commiserate with myself, but I hope you guys all had a great holiday, had some fun dressing up, whatever you prefer to do on Halloween. I love handing out candy and seeing all the costumes, so it was a lot of fun to have that holiday, obviously, come and go, but hopefully you guys all enjoyed it as well. Let's catch you up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News now. Before we close out today's show, BYU Women's Volleyball swept St. Mary's three sets in, in three sets at the Smith House last night, an absolute dominant victory for the 11th ranked Cougars. They'll be back in action tomorrow as they host Pacific at 1 p.m. Mountain Time on BYU TV. Heather Olmstead team continues to get it done. Hopefully they can have a good stretch run of the season here, get themselves ready and positioned for the West Coast Conference Championship and also the NCAA Tournament coming up. Other teams in action today, uh, women's cross country, men's cross country are at the West Coast Conference Championship. Championships. The number two ranked men's cross country team expected to win the title, as is the number six ranked women's team. That's in Van Noys, California, at the Woodley Lakes Golf Course. Women's team begins at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Men's team will run at 12 p.m. Mountain Time. We'll have an update for you after the weekend. Of course, you can watch the races on the WCC network as well. BYU basketball opens up their season unofficially tonight. The first public scrimmage of the season is a take on Division II Fo UT. Tyler at 7 o'clock Mountain Time this evening on BYU TV. Of course, radio broadcast on the BYU Sports Network as well if you want to catch the Cougars in action. If you can't get out to the Marriott Center tonight, should be a fantastic environment. Obviously, BYU basketball under Mark Pope getting his first season underway should be an exciting year ahead. BYU opens up the season officially on Tuesday. Other teams in action this weekend. Tomorrow, the men's and women's swimming and diving teams will host UNLV in a dual meet at the Richards Building pool beginning at 11 a.m. Mountain Time if you want to go out and watch that. We already mentioned the women's volleyball is in action tomorrow against Pacific. The women's basketball team plays their second scrimmage of the preseason at the Marriott Center tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. They're taking on the University of Antelope Valley. That'll be streamed live on the WCC network if you want to watch that. Women's soccer, the fourth-ranked Cougars are in action tomorrow in San Francisco as they take on the Dons at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. It'll be streamed live on the WCC Network And the game will have a BYU Sports Network feed on 107.9 FM if you want to catch that game opposite of the BYU football game, obviously against Utah State tomorrow night, televised on ESPN2. But of course, on all the other affiliates, BYU Sports Network wise, 102.7 FM, KSL, etc. You'll be able to catch the game with Greg Rebell on the call of that game. So there you go. Running on everything going on in BYU Sports News for you. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully you guys are able to get out to some BYU Sports Sporting events And hopefully BYU football in particular can pick up a big win over our in-state foe, over their in-state foe, Utah State, tomorrow night in Logan. Today's show has been brought to you by our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union, as well as Roman. Thanks to them for continuing to support the show. And thanks most of all to you guys for supporting the show. You guys make this thing go each and every day. And I can't thank you guys enough for supporting this podcast each and every weekday as we join you guys to talk BYU sports. Follow the show on social media. Media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. Follow me at Jacob C Hatch on Twitter, or of course you can always drop the show a note via email at locked on BYU at gmail.com. That'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Probably back late tomorrow night with a post-game recap edition of BYU basketball. Uh, BYU football, excuse me, against Utah State. Maybe we'll do a BYU basketball one tonight, a postcast edition after they play UT Tyler. Who knows? Stay tuned for all of that all weekend long, right here on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars Locked on Cougars and once again thanks to you guys who have supported the show please download subscribe rate and review those five star reviews especially on Apple Podcasts are worth their weight in podcast gold we'll talk to you guys soon enjoy whatever's left of your weekend or your Friday and we'll catch you again soon this has been Locked on Cougars for November 1st 2019